Welcome to Retirement Income Solutions with the team at Security First Asset Management. If you're concerned about having the right financial plan, then this is the show for you. Your hosts, Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith, are ready to listen to your questions, help you plan for the unexpected, and set you up to thrive in retirement. Here in Middle Georgia, they're the team to turn to for financial guidance so you can have more peace of mind. It's time for the show. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen. Plan. Thrive. This is Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith of Security First Asset Management, your local wealth advisors. Listen, plan, and thrive. Those are the three things that they are all about. They like to listen, they help you plan, and they want to see you thrive in your retirement years. 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. Let's talk about risk tolerance. How do you describe risk tolerance to someone who's not familiar with the concept at all? Well, the interesting thing about risk tolerance, and you know, it's a very technical term, is understanding some people don't always ha- have experience with ups and downs of stock markets. So if you're, if you're working with someone who doesn't have a lot of experience in the market, they may not ha- know how they'll react to market movements. One of the better ways to to describe it is helping people understand that they can go down a path that's more about opportunity and growth, or are they more about predictability? As people age, they typically want more predictability. They want to know with a little bit more certainty what's going to happen in certain circumstances. So let's just say, for example, someone has $100,000 in the stock market. At what point, I would ask them, would you want to get out? Would you be willing to see it go down to 90000 80000 70000 That's what happened in 2008 and 2001 in the recessions is people were down over 30%. That means $30,000 on 100000 And if they would sell at that point, that means that's too much risk for them. You don't want to sell when the market's down. You want to set up a portfolio where they're going to be able to weather that storm and not make an emotional decision at the bottom. Okay. Well, let me ask you another question here. What do you do to get understanding of what someone's risk tolerance happens to be? Uh, I think Daniel addressed some of that just now. You've got to ask questions uh, to, to help them understand exactly what keeps them awake at night? If uh, if they're watching the stock market every day and they don't sleep well because of it, then they're probably taking more risks than they should. But uh, most people really uh, don't understand the risk they're taking uh, in, in their investments, and it's up to advisors like ourselves to help them understand. Give them scenarios. Give them, uh, let them see what would happen. Uh, we do a and risk analysis of, of all, everybody that we meet with. We want them to understand what kind of risk they're taking. And then we ask questions to kind of find out where, where they are on that. I mean, how do you feel about that? I mean, what would what would you do differently if that happened to you? Can you can you really afford to take this much risk if it historically has those types of downswings and uh, drawdowns in, in their portfolio? So we have to ask questions and have an honest conversation about uh, – what they're doing and what are the plans for the future so we can help develop a plan that will uh, allow them the uh, the comfort that they need and uh, at the risk level that they, they, they can afford to, to take. 
here on Retirement Income Solutions. We're talking about risk tolerance. And I'm wondering how much does a client's risk tolerance actually factor into a plan that you design for them? Well, it factors in quite a bit because, you know, you want you want to be able to know how much uh, ability they have to, to stomach ups and downs in the stock market. And just like we talked about before, understanding uh, what their goals are. Number one, when are they going to need to spend the money we're talking about? So if someone's 60 years old and they need to start taking withdrawals from their portfolio, they, they probably should be more conservative with the money than someone that doesn't need to touch it for 20 or 30 years or more. So we, we really have to understand the client's ability to tolerate ups and downs in market movements, what they call volatility in the market. So, uh, But most of that is driven by when the money is needed. So understanding that is central to their plan. Do you find that most people have a fairly similar risk tolerance, or does it just vary? Is it all over the place? It, it varies a, a great deal. Um, it does vary between sexes. Uh, I think the female, generally, most of them are more risk adverse than the males are. So they don't, they don't have a tolerance for a lot of swings in, in the market where, you know, most men are probably a little bit more aggressive than investors and their counterparts. So I don't believe that most of them are similar at all. There may be some similarities, but they're not exactly the same. So you, you need to have the discussion about, you know, what's not, not only that, but it has to follow a plan. If they're in a situation like Daniel just said, where they, they need to generate income, they can ill afford to have a lot of swings in their values. Uh, so they need to have a, a more predictable set of investments uh, that will help them uh, weather storms that uh, may take a lot of uh, value out of the market. So, no, uh, there's no two just alike because there's no two scenarios the same. So we have to approach it on a one-on-one basis. It just goes to the point that everybody's situation is different. Everybody is unique, and that's why it's so important to have a retirement plan tailored to your specific needs. You're not like anybody else out there. And I'm wondering, uh, Bill or Daniel, uh, whoever wants to do this, give us an example of a plan that you've designed for someone with a very low risk tolerance. Well, first of all, we will stress test, which means whatever holdings they already own will help them understand what kind of downside risk they have. So once we understand their their downside risk they already have in their portfolio, if they're uncomfortable with that, we're going to go ahead and correct that and try to look at what we can do to limit the downside risk. So for example, if someone has very low risk tolerance and they want something with guarantees in it, there's only three places you can really go for safety. CDs, government bonds, and fixed annuities. Of the three, fixed annuities uh, currently have higher interest rates in general than the other three. So we may, for example, take income from that portion of the portfolio. You can generally take withdrawals, systematic um, partial withdrawals from those products in order to satisfy some of the income need. With the rest of their monies, we probably don't have it 100% uh, in the market. We might have portfolio consisting of things that can move over to treasury bills when the markets start to dissolve or go down. So we're always designing it with their risk tolerance in mind so that we can help them accomplish their goals throughout retirement and take income when needed. Do you have a question like what we've covered today on our show? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have. If you want to ask a question about your particular situations, here's what we'll do. 
We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review, and we'll offer this service free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit, and how does it fit into your overall income picture? Risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio, and is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implication of your savings. Healthcare. Do you have plans to pay for healthcare or for a long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you plan to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of goals. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and make sure you don't run out of money in your retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you. Here's your number to call, 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. Bill and Daniel will set aside time on the calendar to meet with you to provide you with a complimentary financial review of your specific situation. This is such a valuable opportunity to help you plan for your financial future. Just call 800-987-1443 right now. That's 800-987-1443. If you get a voicemail, don't worry. Just leave us a quick message and we'll be sure to get back in touch with you to secure your free review. So call right now, 800-987-1443. One more time, that is 800-987-1443. Fishing is an art and any fisherman worth his salt knows the proper tools to land a whopper. You wouldn't take a cane pole to catch a bass, and unless you're just looking for a tranquil day on the boat, you probably wouldn't use shrimp for bait on the lake. The same can be said of your retirement. There are all sorts of financial products out there, and it's important to know which ones are the right fit for you. A random jumble of investments won't do you much good in retirement. Work with an advisor who knows how to fish, who sees the art within. A well-crafted financial plan will go a long way toward making a successful retirement. Make sure you're putting the right tools in your portfolio. Claim your complimentary review today at Security First Asset Management, 800-987-1443. 800-987-1443. No cost, no obligation. Start now. 800-987-1443. Time for a Middle Georgia fun fact. Did you know Dublin is known to have the tallest building in central Georgia? The Ficklin and Company building measured right at 211 feet. We know planning for retirement can be a tall order, but we have you covered. This is Retirement Income Solutions. This is Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith of Security First Asset Management, your local wealth advisors. Ron Sutz here, and it's good to be with you guys today. Oh, it's always a pleasure, Ron. Yeah, it's a great day. Great day to be on the radio. If you'd like like to have the phone number to get in touch with these guys, here it is, 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. That will put you in touch with uh, Bill and Daniel at uh, Security First Asset Management. You can come in for a conversation, if you like, about your situation. Everybody's situation is different. It is so important to have that talk face-to-face, 800-987-1443. 
1-800-242-4343. Now, let's pretend for a moment that you're on the yearbook committee at the School of Financial Tools and Strategies. Your job is to name a winner for the following superlatives to recognize some of the best and worst in the school. Now, you remember when you used to have your yearbook in school, there was always a category of, you know, most underrated, most overrated, most likely to succeed and all that kind of thing. These are going to oh, be yeah. a little bit different here. Uh, I, I'm, I'm guessing that both you guys were probably voted most likely to succeed in your respective classes. Hmm. Uh, I don't remember that. I think I was in middle school. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think you probably exceeded everybody's expectations. Just put it that That's way. probably true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty low. <laughs> right. The bar was set low. <laughs> that was easy to do. Yeah. We did that purposely, Ron. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I just wanted now, to make now it, who's laughing? I just wanted to make you feel good about that. But uh, it, it most underrated. Uh, let's talk in financial terms. A financial tool. What would be most underrated? Blue chip stocks. Uh, you know, they basically, if you uh, buy them uh, on a value-based uh, analysis, where they're trading below their 52-week or even two-month or six-month low or whatever, there's probably a reason to take a quick look at them. So, probably most underrated would be blue chip stocks. Okay. Well, what do you think, Daniel? Well, I'm thinking he's right. You know, people overlook the value of companies that have been around for a long time and the fact they've paid dividends for 25 to 50 years. If you can find blue chip stocks that are undervalued, they can weather a recession much better than newer companies, smaller cap stocks. We like the big, stable blue chips. And uh, right now, a lot of folks are overlooking those and, and investing in more risky asset classes. And that's something we don't typically do a lot of for our retirees. Now, if you're younger, maybe we take more risk for you. But we, we really like blue chip stocks as a class superlative. Certainly can't afford to take that much risk when you're older or you're retired or getting ready to retire. That's underrated. But what would be most overrated? I think the most overrated is index funds. Those are extremely popular. Just to describe what they are, they're funds that track they're funds that track with the market. So we have a lot of clients that work on base and maybe they have a thrift savings plan. They'll have funds like the C, the S, the I, the F. The C fund, for example, tracks with the S&P 500. There's 505 stocks on there. When you buy an index fund, you get one equity position that tracks all 505 stocks. So they're easy uh, to understand and they're inexpensive. However, right now markets are at historical highs. So investing in something where you know about 85% of the stocks may be overvalued might not be wise. So they, I think index funds right now are overrated. What do you think, Bill? Well, I think they're overpriced as well. So, um, you know, that's a, that's a concern right now. The market is is pretty well overpriced, so I agree with that. That's buying an index fund right now might be extremely overrated. Yeah, I mean, if, if we're at the bottom of the market, like if you bought an index fund in, you know, say June of 2009, the market was down uh, extremely low, cut in half in its value. Buying an index fund then may be real wise because you're getting all that upside growth. Same thing happens when the market crashes and you own an index fund, you're just riding it down. If you just joined us here on Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith, we're talking about class superlatives. Uh, we're pretending that they're on the yearbook committee at the School of Financial Tools and Strategies. And you remember those old high school yearbooks where you were a certain category, there were certain senior superlatives, so to speak. I got a confession to make. When I was in high school, I was voted most likely to disappoint. 
And, uh, <laughs> really? I, I think, uh, was that a category they set aside just for you, Ron? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was just for well, me. J- just for you. Boy, well, did you fool them. <laughs> Look at you now, man. Yeah, exactly. I disappointed everybody just like they no, thought. No, <laughs> Can't well, believe that. Well, let me ask, ask you this. Uh, when it comes to financial tools and strategies, what would be most likely to disappoint? I would think a variable annuity because they're extremely oversold for the performance that uh, they're actually going to generate. Uh, they're related with fees and um, you know, have sub-account fees, uh, mortality and expense charges. In some cases, there's in, in, in writer income writer charges that a lot of people will never trigger. We've seen a lot of these over the years, and a lot of times uh, people will have, individuals will have a, Variable annuity, where they were taught that they could have a guarantee of six percent or something like that on an income benefit, and they thought they were getting six percent on their account value. I believe history tells us that they're more than likely, over at least in the last fifteen years, they were underperform what what most people thought they were going to get. Yeah, and, and almost always when people have those income riders on there, either they don't know what they are or don't know that they have them and typically don't use them to their full ability. So if you add up all those fees, sometimes they're over 3% a year. Um, pretty, so, hard, pretty hard to make a make a lot of money uh, or have a lot of growth in your account when you have yeah. that type of drag. That's right. Okay, here's another category for you in your list of class superlatives. How about most expensive? What would that be? Well, that one's easy. From a fee standpoint, variable annuities are untouched and unmatched. When you add up all the fees that are in there, you have death benefit fees, you have income benefit rider fees, you have sub-account fees. Um, They can get real expensive real fast uh, when you add all those up. Almost no one knows how much they're paying for a variable annuity. So typically they're, they're not a good value for people. We can usually find a a way to accomplish what the variable annuities do for folks using a different financial instrument. Uh, Looking at it from an expense standpoint as well, not just fees, but from a pricing standpoint, there's two sectors in the stock market right now that are overpriced, and that's real estate and utilities. Those two have been overbought for 2019, and we're looking at expensive from a pricing standpoint. So don't pile into real estate or utilities funds right now. Okay, what about uh, most popular? Uh, Daniel talked about this earlier. Most overrated, I think, is also the most popular, just straight index funds. Um, just by the index, whether it be uh, the NASDAQ or most commonly it's the S&P 500. And uh, you're going to look just like that. So if you're concerned about the trends up and down in the market, if you're strictly in an index fund like an S&P 500, some of those are low cost, but they're they own all 504 505 stocks they're gonna you're gonna look exactly like they do so if it's up tomorrow you're up if it's down tomorrow you're down and so it's a uh, very very popular because it's simplistic and uh, easy to follow yeah i think i think vanguard popularized those index funds and, and look for the low cost uh, however there's one very important key people overlook and that is um what kind of value are you getting? Um, is there any risk-adjusted return there? You can't just think about what's the upside. What about the downside? There's no skill involved in selecting which stocks are undervalued. So they're inexpensive, 
but you're taking on such an amount of risk, and we find most people don't uh, realize the amount of risk that are in index funds. If you're younger, they're a great way to invest, you know, dollar cost average in your 401k or whatever accounts you use. But if you're older, you have to realize how much downside risk you may be taking. Okay, one more I want to ask you about. Back when you were in school, there always seemed to be a teacher's pet, somebody who just did nothing wrong ever. What would be the teacher's pet on your list of class superlatives? Well, what's offered the most, uh, whether it be a, a small account or a 401k or simple IRA or something like that, is mutual funds. Instead of individual stocks, is typically a, a mutual fund that's e- easy to, to purchase and thousands and thousands of them out there. The challenge that most people have is how do you diversify around so many mutual funds. I mean, we see a lot of overlap. They, they may buy a fund from one fund company and buy something similar from another fund company. In reality, they buy on the same thing, just don't know it. It's a wrapper of stocks, and depending on the segment that's in and the sector that it's in, it would be, uh, if it's growth and income, that's gonna have growth and income stocks in it. You may have one from Vanguard, you may have one from American Funds. If you take a look deep inside and see what the stocks are in there, they're all very similar. So you wouldn't wanna own them both because you're owning the same thing. So. Yeah, that would be the teacher's pet because it's the easiest thing and most most uh, most available way to invest for the most small and large investors, for that matter. It takes a little bit more expertise to to pick and choose stocks, and so it's a little easier to be better diversified across the, a bunch of mutual funds. Yeah, and what's interesting is in the late 90s, exchange-traded funds were developed, and they are like mutual funds, but they're much less expensive generally. And they trade uh, throughout the day, and you can sell them. You don't have to wait for the end of the day to get the net asset value with an exchange-traded fund. So they're, in our opinion, a lower cost and most of the time a better alternative to mutual funds. Do you have a question like what we've covered today on our show? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have. If you want to ask a question about your particular situations, Here's what we'll do. We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review. And we'll offer this service free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit and how does it fit into your overall income picture? Risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio? And is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implication of your savings. Healthcare. Do you have plans to pay for healthcare or for a long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you plan to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of goals. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and make sure you don't run out of money in your retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you. Do you still have a lot of question marks revolving around your retirement plan? That's not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Call 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, and wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. 
That is 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't panic. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave us a quick message and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. Hi, I'm a cleverly devised personification of Wall Street. I'm one wild roller coaster ride away from wreaking havoc on your investments. And I love to mess with your emotions. If you're not properly diversified, you can bet I'll keep you up all night thinking about me. If you want to keep me off your mind, you really need a trusted advisor who will look after your best interests. You also need a custom-designed financial plan that will protect you from market volatility. Otherwise, when I take a plunge, I'll send you scrambling through your filing cabinet, hoping you were well prepared. Don't wait for turmoil to hit. Get started today with your complimentary review at Security First Asset Management. 800-987-1443. No cost or obligation. 800-987-1443 at Security First Asset Management. Call now. 800-987-1443. 800-987-1443. Time for a Middle Georgia fun fact. Did you know it's illegal to keep a donkey in a bathtub in Georgia? <laughs> yep, this one's completely random. So let's get back to the show. Let's talk about retiring early, guys. I know a lot of people out there want to retire early. You know, they say it for years and years. I'm going to retire early. Oh, based, yeah. based on your experience, when someone says they want to retire early, how early are they usually talking about? tomorrow right as soon as possible (laughs) you know uh, it really depends on who you're talking to everyone has their own definition of what early means you know for some people it might mean earlier than they'd planned in in their career but for most people i'd say it means earlier than they're able to draw social security you know most people try to get to the age that they can get social security so anyone that's retiring around 55 or somewhere in that neighborhood maybe be considered retiring early but it really depends on the person and their set of circumstances but it gets people excited i can tell you that retiring early is a big thing you know you'll find a lot of times that people with pensions especially school teachers and federal employees if they can retire at 55 56 57 uh, if they can physically retire because of their plan they they think about doing it what we encourage them to do and we always say this say uh you may be able to retire but should you retire i mean how does it look uh, moving forward at age 55 reality that's 35, 40 years in retirement. Can they physically do it, uh, financially do it? Uh, yeah. Getting to, thing. Getting to retirement is different than getting through retirement. That's right. You can get to it early if you have pension plans that allow it, but yeah. it might not be realistic. Got to make sure that you are uh, prepared in the right way. And I think you just answered the question I'm about to ask here, but when somebody says they plan to retire early, is it usually realistic? I mean, just thinking about all the people that you've dealt with over the years? No, it's not always realistic. It's sad to have to tell somebody, hey, I think you need to work a little longer, but you know, it's in their best interest to listen to that advice. But uh, again, the average person in our area doesn't have a pension. Uh, Most folks don't. And so 
for them to retire early is really very, very difficult unless they've amassed a, a lot of uh, retirement savings. Folks who uh, are retiring with a pension stand a better chance to making it work if the pension starts early and they get Social Security at 62. But then they, they in turn also, unless they have a really high dollar amount of pension, will have to save a lot of money and may not be able to retire realistically, successfully early. Okay, another question here about early retirement. And by the way, you're listening to Retirement Income Solutions if you just tuned in. When people retire early, do they usually stay retired? In other words, do they usually stay out of the workforce altogether? Well, if they've planned well, yes. Uh, But sometimes people won't have an, an income plan. We believe, how can you possibly know if you can retire if you haven't had an income plan done, which shows not only your income today, but looking out into the future, accounting for the cost of living increases and stock market volatility and healthcare costs. Without that, it's just a guess. So we put together a plan where people can feel highly confident that they can stay retired once they do retire. Now, I do have a lot of clients that will retire and then maybe go back to work part-time or do volunteer work, but that's by choice, not by force if they have a plan. That happens quite a bit, especially if you find someone uh, like an engineer, for example, in the federal government employment. uh, A lot of them can retire early and uh, they'll go on and work for a contractor and kind of double dip, so they'll have their retirement income plus a, a salary that's pretty sizable. And other times we find folks that just want to do something different so they can retire and move on and do something different. And uh, like Daniel said, sometimes they like to volunteer and things like that. But occasionally we do find some people that are actually what we call double dippers. They have a pension already secure and they're working in the private sector now and they're putting money away, more money away probably in their 401ks than they normally would because they've got the other income coming in. So, you know, it's different for different people. Bill and Daniel, I know you both have helped folks retire early as long as you've been doing this. And and my question is just kind of a generic question here. Talk about some of the specific challenges of retiring early. Well, to begin with, one of the first challenges that they should address is where's my health care coming from? Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if they don't have a pension or have a plan that carries health insurance into retirement. Federal employees do, most of state and local school systems and things of that nature do but the private sector they more than likely would not have health insurance which would really keep them from health insurance wise keep them from retiring even up to age 65 when they qualified for medicare so one of the biggest challenges is health care where is it going to come from and how expensive is it going to be the other unknown challenge they face is is what we call longevity risk if you retire young In the 50s, for example, you have a life expectancy well up into the late 80s, maybe early 90s. And then you have the challenge of not only longevity risk, but you have the risk of outliving your money. And you also have health issues that could probably be a risk down the road that you maybe you haven't been able to plan for sufficiently. We also have the risk of uh, future erosion of our money through inflation and taxes So there's a lot of challenges to retiring, number one, but those challenges are complicated and amplified even more so the younger you retire. That's right. You know, I saw something the other day about longevity. People are living longer today than they have in the past. I read that for people that make it to the year 2030, they will have an additional year of life expectancy every year that passes past the year 2030, an additional year of life expectancy. I didn't see that report, but that's not that far away. No. No, so. like 11 years from now. Yeah, people so. have to account for that and the health care costs are big, big challenges. 
All right, we're talking about challenges here, and I'm hearing a lot of challenges, and I know our listeners out there are wondering about this, but how can somebody really know if early retirement is going to work for them? Well, you can test the waters. We have something called the Retirement Income Blueprint, where you don't have to guess. We take the path you're on, how much you've saved, how much money you spend in retirement, exactly what you're doing, and we'll show you the path you're on and what it would look like for you from an income standpoint when you retire, not just in year one, but in year 10, year 20, year 30. How would different challenges impact you? What if the market crashes again? What would that do to your portfolio and your retirement income? And having a plan like this accounts for health care costs, too. What if you need long-term care in your 80s? Do you have enough saved to withstand those challenges? The Lifetime Income Blueprint will show you very clearly the ups and downs that you will face and help you feel confident if you do retire early that you can thrive not just in the first year of your retirement, but out in year 15, 20, and 30. Do you have a question like what we've covered on the show today? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve that successful retirement we're all after. If you want to ask a question about your particular situation, here's what we'll do. We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review. And we'll offer this review for free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit and how does it fit into your overall income picture? Risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio and is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implications of your savings. Health care. Do you have plans to pay for health care or long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you want to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of dreams. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and to make sure you don't run out of money in retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you. This is your number to call to take advantage of that complimentary review. 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you're a retiree or a pre-retiree, this is your chance to make sure you can get to and through retirement with peace of mind. It all starts with the plan, and Bill and Daniel can help you put together the plan that's best for your specific situation. 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Call that number right now and we'll secure a time to meet with you to deliver a customized financial and retirement plan. 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Planning for retirement shouldn't be a mystery. So why is it so easy to get bogged down with financial terms and advisors who try to offer you a sales pitch? At Security First Asset Management, Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith take pride in looking after their clients' best interests. Schedule a complimentary review of your situation by calling 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. 
You're listening to Retirement Income Solutions with Daniel Neesmith and Bill Danner of Security First Asset Management. I'm Ron Stutz, just hanging out for a while with these guys. And certainly this show is all about retirement, and we're going to get to that in just a moment and talk more about retirement and things you need to do and things you need to think about before you retire. Here's our fun fact of the week. I know you guys are going to enjoy this one. A TI-83 calculator has six times more processing power than the computer that landed Apollo 11 on the moon. Technology is something else, isn't it? Well, does, does anybody even know what a T-183 is anymore? It's the old Texas Instrument uh, calculator. I wonder how big calculator. it was. Oh, it's, so, oh it's, so, it's, so, it's, so it's T-183? So it's T- T- is that right? T-I. T-I oh, stands T-I for Texas Instruments. Yeah. Okay. It's about the size of, um, it's probably two and a half, three inches by about four, mm-hmm. something like that. Wow. Not too big then. Not, not, not too big at all. I mean... That's a fun fact. Uh, you know, it's amazing if you talk to anybody. And we talked to some folks a few years ago that was involved with, uh, with the launch control mechanisms and all that for our safety fence around the world, our, our nukes. And they're still running old computers, too. But uh, the reason they run them is because they can't be hacked, mm-hmm. which is important. But uh, we actually put somebody on the moon with something we would dare not even put yeah. put our database in today, yeah. our, our, our our cloud management system, we wouldn't dare think about using something like that. It's crazy. Yeah, it's really it really is crazy. You know, I wonder if we're willing as a country to take that kind of risk now. You know, when they talk not. about Mars and all that. You know, have, have to wonder if we're going to make it as exciting in the future as it was in the past. We've, so. we've come we've come a long way. Yeah. Things, things changing day to day, and it's really hard to kind of keep up with all the technology. It's just phenomenal. Yeah. There's sure. this thing called Moore's Law, where every 18 months, the computing processing power doubles every 18 months. Mm, really? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Fun well, facts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We like to throw some of those in sometimes. You know, most people probably think that your primary job at Security First Asset Management is picking investments. But, of course, that's actually only a very small part of it. The reality is that your primary job is solving problems for your clients. And let me throw some scenarios at you here that you've certainly been confronted with in the past. And you can talk about how you solve these problems and, and explain how you went about that. Uh, someone who came in with a tax-related problem, what do you do to help them? Well, to begin with, we don't give tax advice, so let's make that clear up front. But what we can do is take a look at their situations and maybe detect them determine what caused the tax problem to begin with. Uh, most tax preparers are prepared to just do that. Let's, let's do tax returns. Let's file the taxes. They rarely do tax planning. And part of our important part of our role when we start talking about retirement planning is how does taxes affect all this? So a couple looks at uh, in the middle of investigation and what caused the tax problem would help us understand if there's anything we can help do to reduce it. That would be the important part. Let's figure out what they're doing that maybe they could do something differently that would not cause the tax problem they're presently having. Okay. Well, people walk into your office every single day with a different kind of problem, I know. And uh, How about someone who is, and, and we talk about this a lot in this show, someone who's being forced into an early retirement. What do you do? What are the things you talk about with them? Well, 
if they have an income plan and, and we've looked out into the future of when they were going to retire, we, we make the adjustments to see what they need to do. We, we, that's not a guessing game. Uh, you know, if, if it's an early retirement, this uh, just a year or so before they were going to retire, maybe their income is substantial enough and their income sources in retirement are enough to meet their needs and for them to thrive in retirement. But sometimes people need to go back to work part-time or full-time. The challenge with the early retirement is if, is getting a job paying the same amount of money you were making when you were uh, working. Because most people are in their peak earning years near retirement. And if you get laid off, it's difficult for many people to find the same amount of income at a new job. But for a lot of people, it's no problem if they've done planning and they, they have enough assets saved and their income streams. Maybe they're not as impacted as much. It all just depends on those details, but we help people work through these things all the time. Okay, here's another one for you. Someone who lost a spouse much earlier than they had expected. I know that this is a sad part of of what you have to do, but this is a situation that is not rare at all. It's not rare at all, and and part of our planning process, again, is we do what if scenarios if one of the spouse were to predecease the other earlier than anticipated, and we know that in, in that situation, there's going to be a loss of income because in, in most cases, uh, the, one, of, one of the Social Security is going to go away anyway. And if uh, survivor's benefits weren't taken on pensions, they're going to, that's going to go away. Uh, and so we, we want to make sure that up front, that the scenario that we are planning for, uh, we can deal with something like this happening. So we do a what-if scenario so we can see if the assets would then be enough and sufficient to take the the uh, left-behind spouse throughout her uh, lifetime as well. So it's not something that's difficult. It's something that has to be done, and we, and we do that. We, we consider that. And, of course, something else that throws everything uh, out of whack and turns everything upside down is uh, someone who gets divorced, and, and there's all kinds of upheaval there with their financial situation as well. Wow. Yeah, it's a, it's a big <laughs> challenge. You know, it's a, it's a difficult scenario to help walk someone through, but understanding how their assets are going to be impacted, sometimes it's a lot more difficult of situations than others. You know, if you, if you, uh, depends on what the divorce settlement is, a very important factor is taking possession of the assets the right way. If you get a 401k plan uh, from your spouse and you've been divorced, if you don't take possession of it correctly, you're going to pay incredible taxes on that. So we'll, we'll help you walk through the, the process of taking possession of the assets properly, but looking at income out into the future too. How are we going to account for that? Another loss of income, potential yeah. joint income. Absolutely. And uh, with a loss of her spouse or divorce, uh, asset, uh, income needs are not cut in half. The surviving spouse or during a divorce, uh, the spouse, uh, your, your income needs are still 70% of what they would have been. Income needs are not cut in half in these situations. And that's a mistake sometimes people make. This is not, reti- only that, not only that, their, their lifestyle as a joint couple, even, even in, the, in the one that dies earlier, the lifestyle uh, is not going to change drastically. The things that they want to do probably can continue, but the income is going to be reduced. 
Here on the Retirement Income Solutions, we talk about all kinds of different scenarios when it comes to people retiring. And uh, you're listening to Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith of Security First Asset Management. And another question for you. Uh, I know that you guys are fine advisors, and certainly there are some fine advisors and other fine brokers out there as well. But how about someone who has been really screwed over by a broker or advisor in the past, and they just have a bad taste in their mouth? What do you do with with that person well that's a that's an absence of trust uh, they they come in uh, we've had a few of those over the years and it's very difficult uh, we've got to really address their concerns and and, and help them understand uh, you know uh, that we're different and that and that's a trust issue it's a very difficult thing to overcome they get they need to see the need for an advisor and then they actually will probably do a whole lot of research to make sure that doesn't happen to them the second time and we're going to let them know that we'll help them walk through that process we're wide open we're an open book they can check us out uh, we can go numerous places to check us out to see if, you know if we are who we are and we have to develop that trust or we're not going to be able to help them overcome their their mistrust of, of a financial advisor because of a past experience well, sadly, I know that you deal with a lot of folks who may lose their job long before they had planned to retire, long before retirement age. Uh, how do you help them? Well, you know, if they have a plan we already have in place, uh, part of that depends on them saving a certain amount of money and in income. But sometimes during a transitional phase, people have to lean on a little bit of their savings before they get another job. And if that's the case, we help account for that and help them make up for that as their savings grow in the future. The key is to, to give them the confidence to transition to a new job. And we know it's not easy when you lose a job to find a new job. Uh, so we walk you through the process and, and help you figure out what your financial plan should be in the interim because there's probably going to be a few months, hopefully not too long, before you find a new employer. But during that period of time, we'll, if you need to take assets out to live on, we'll help you figure out the best place to do that. And it happens a lot that people may be planning on doing certain things or waiting to a certain time before they retire, but then a health problem crops up, and that can really throw everything off track. It really could. I mean, a lot of times we're not as prepared for that as we would have been otherwise. Uh, loss of income, um, like Daniel was just saying, that that's usually centered around a health problem in addition to the extra monies that may be needed for the care and when you lose a job or you have health problems and are able to work it impacts your saving it impacts uh, your ability to 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 be able to to utilize your assets appropriately that's why it's important that you have a plan in place that maybe can help you understand all those uh, contingents that might happen to you and it may be uh, something that's not long term maybe it's just a short-term health problem and we can overcome that. But a long-term health problem will probably have to initiate things like maybe early withdrawal of your Social Security through disability, and then uh, maybe even health insurance. You may have to find a place for health insurance. and It could, it could uh, financially devastate anybody. And even the best plan in place could be hindered uh, immensely by, by an early health problem in somebody's life. So we try to talk about those uh, eventualities and uh, make sure that we have a an open conversation about what to do next if something like that will happen. But you know, even the best plan out there can be devastated by a divorce or, or a loss of job 
are, in this case, a health problem. Bill, I know that you and Daniel love what you do, and you're able to help people every single day when you go to work. And unfortunately, there's so many people out there who are stuck in jobs, and they may doing, be doing well financially, but they absolutely hate going to work. And how about a person who hates his job and wants to retire as soon as possible? Uh, what kind of a conversation do you have with that person? Well, I think the main thing is we want to empower them to get out of there <laughs> if they're able to. Reality and, check. <laughs> you know, I, I can't tell you how many times I've, I've run a, an income plan for someone and they left there feeling, you know, if I need to retire, I can. Just that knowledge alone can really impact someone's mental health. <laughs> you know, if it, some people think they have to work another three or four years in a miserable environment, it turns out they can already reach their goals and uh, enjoy life in a much better way. Just having that knowledge is very helpful. Have you found that being the case too? Well, absolutely. I, I always believe that absence of any any type of plan in place is just that uncertainty, and and we just don't believe that. We believe that you should have a plan in place no matter where you are. You could be the wealthiest of the wealthiest, but you need to still have a an idea of where your monies are and how much you can appropriately spend. And and take care of those things, which it may or may not happen to you down the road. So, absence of a plan creates anxiety and, and uncertainty. Uh, the presence of a plan helps people make a decision based on facts, and and makes them much more comfortable about the decisions they have to make down the road. Do you have a question like what we've covered on the show today? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all. You have to learn a little in order to achieve that successful retirement we're all after. If you want to ask a question about your particular situation, here's what we'll do. We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review, and we'll offer this review for free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit, and how does it fit into your overall income picture? Risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio? And is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implications of your savings. Health care. Do you have plans to pay for health care or long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you want to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of dreams. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and to make sure you don't run out of money in retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you. We really enjoyed answering your questions today on Retirement Income Solutions. Just a reminder that Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith are your financial coaches in Middle Georgia at Security First Asset Management. Remember, if you have retirement questions, we're happy to answer them. And we're standing by after the show and throughout the week. Just give us a call at 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. We're always online at completetheplan.com. Thanks for listening to another edition of Retirement Income Solutions. Tune in again next week for another great show. Securities and advisory services offered through Madison Avenue Securities are registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. Security First and Madison Avenue Securities are not affiliated entities.